0: This is The Bunt, the number one podcast in skateboarding, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding.
1: Vans, the king of shoes, killing shit since 1966.
0: I'm not. Omar, I couldn't have said it better myself. Are coming to you live from the center of the hockey universe i'm d jones i got my main man the ghost with me and we got ants one behind the scenes
2: it's a cool it is a thing. thing Still,
0: and we are riding high on the toronto maple leafs round one victory ghost tell them how excited you are and then tell them what we're working with this week bro it's a massive week back
1: here in toronto where we reside least fans just drunk in the streets left right and center <laughs> called up donald to congratulate him on the shit man's was heading to the bar with Ravigs and co just uh, great vibes all around let's keep the momentum going <laughs> uh great stuff but uh this episode sparking it off with zachary kovacs the homie venture tm but also one of the gnarliest dudes to step foot on any handrail uh Mhm. crazy coincidence when we did the interview was before i went to la at, not to spoil the interview too much but he had a a funny story about going to theotus beasley's birthday uh back in the day and having some hennessy poured in his mouth then i went to la and i swear less than a week after we did the interview what do you know jake anderson hits me up to go to Theotis beasley's birthday and i'm getting some mystery liquor poured in my mouth by Theotis that was just insanity but uh shouts to jake Theotis and zach um then we take y'all straight to the post office some nice concise emails this week love it and then whew, the rundown's heating up people the nba and nhl playoffs we're going into round two we're making predictions we're talking round one Yo, next week let's get fucking uh, Mason on for some b-ball talk and Davis on for some hockey talk. Real boys in the building. Let's get it.
0: Let's make it happen. We are living on a high right now, and T dot baby, we we in the second round. Boston is out of the NHL playoffs. Things couldn't be better, and uh, things are looking up, man. The sky's the limit for the Toronto Maple Leafs right now. You know what it is for our new listeners. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Bunt Live. Subscribe to us on YouTube at The Bunt. Head over to our Patreon, patreon.com The Bunt. And then TheBuntLive.com. Brand new section on there. The Bunt Jam. A uh, full recap, photos, videos, you name it from last year. You know what it is. July 7th and 8th this year. Dunbat Skate Park here in Toronto, Canada. The Bunt Jam Woo! Volume 2. We are back. Woo! words cannot explain the excitement over here in studio E for the bunt jam this summer get to t baby pull up for a cold one ghost you do the dirty work so we do not have to man shout out of the week who's it gonna be well this probably ain't gonna surprise many bunt
1: alum bunt brother great friend of the show the homie mason silva decided to bless the skate world with another powerhouse part. His take a lap part over at Thrasher was just a sight to see. Absolutely incredible. Y'all thought Mason was gonna sail into the bun set after, <laughs> <laughs> shout out, oh. shout out oh. Gary Rogers, after his uh, Sodi year. Nah, he's back like cook crack, making it pop. I think that big spin heel was my favorite clip. Absolutely beautiful, but a lot of just insane bangers. That front shove over the rail into the bank frontside. We got the half cab nose blunt clipper. Uh, Just a powerhouse. Mm. Now, before we move on, uh, our boy Mason was chirping me all this past week because of my cooked Dylan Brooks takes calling me a clown and a bozo. So I just want to take this opportunity to chirp the them back. Mason, how are you going to drop a four minute bang in part and not even hit your nose or switch pop once? And don't tell me that switch Wally to switch crook was switch because you didn't even tap your damn tail. Uh, I want to see some more switch and nollie fool. Give us a, a rocket switch heel at the very least after a banger. Like, come on, dog.
0: Shit. Absolutely uncalled for in my professional opinion. (laughs) I agree with Mason's take on uh, your basketball advice in the previous episode. It was uh, one of the worst takes of of all time potentially. But moving right along, like you said, we have Zachary Kovacs in the building this week. Great interview and there's only one thing left to do. You know what it is. Summertime is quickly approaching me and the ghost always you know making sure the summer bod is is ready and now maker pizza the only weight loss pizza on the market place a little order for the boys we coming in hot with that
1: thin crust baby a little <laughs> bit uh you know what i'm saying pepperoni god pep god large extra large because you know now that now mm. that we we actually losing weight eating it i might as well get more slices in me uh don't sue us if you gain weight but yeah let's get some fucking chocolate <laughs> chip cookies in there some some fucking bodega subs a couple ginger ales and uh, i'm good to go oh and of course a baby gem salad just to wash it all down
0: <laughs> if that ain't a diet i can get behind i don't know what is Maker Pizza, order online using the Maker app available on iOS and Android. Or head in-store, downtown Queen of Spadina, uptown Avenue Road in Lawrence. Locations popping up all over the place. Gerard and Carla, you find the ghost panhandling out front of that one. (laughs) Maddie Matheson, (laughs) tell them what you get when you order Maker Pizza.
1: This is literally the best pizza in the world. You'll also see Mason Silva trying to learn how to switch Ollie in front of
0: it too. Let's get this interview (laughs) popping. All right, here we go. We got Zachary Ducky Kovacs in the building. What's cracking, man?
2: What's up? Thanks for having me.
0: (laughs) Hell yeah, man. Hyped to have you here. Dog, if you listen to the show, you know we start everyone off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment.
2: Oh, Let's see. Uh, I don't know. Favorite skate moment. Fuck it. Tony Hawk's 900. <laughs> it's <like> that's also <laughs> a sports moment.
0: Dude, that's fucking <laughs> and huge. Then, uh, OG. Yeah.
2: And then, I don't know. I don't really watch sports, but I would always have to go to the family Super Bowl party. And I remember Prince performing the <laughs> halftime show. So that's my that's, favorite oh. sports moment. <laughs>
0: Dude, those are huge moments in time, man. I like that. Are you going to any sort of Super Bowl thing this
1: Sunday? Or is it is it a wrap?
2: The Super Bowl's this Sunday? <laughs> yes sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably just end up at like a homie's crib or something.
1: Yeah, real talk. Uh so yo, take us back to the beginning. Where'd you grow up and how'd you get into skating?
2: Uh I grew up in Modesto, California. I guess for those who don't know, it's, like, just a small town in California. It's basically, like, I don't know, the middle of nowhere. And then uh, I feel like I got into skating when I was, like, my cousins were all into it because, like, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. (laughs) And then I would just, like, got a board from them. And then just, like, they all quit skating, like, right away. And I just, like, stuck with it.
0: That's what's up. Tony Hawk, man. Honestly, what that video game did for the game yeah it's crazy so what would you consider your first big break in the skate industry
2: let's see i'd say like my friends and i were working on a homie video called stand by fire and then um what is it like for my ender i big spin front boarded hollywood 16 (laughs) (laughs) yeah and uh pizza like took out an ad for it damn and then i got a uh what is it like the my war thing or no i didn't yeah
0: magnified is what it was. oh i got a
2: magnified that's what
0: it was could have been a my war man fuck yeah that shit was crazy bro how many times you hit your head trying that that was psycho
2: uh i hit it like i think like three times
0: oh fuck man
2: yeah and i remember one try i like i punched the fence hella hard there was this like metal gate and i just like punched it as hard as i could because i thought i was like sick and i was like (laughs) fuck that hurt and then yeah i i tried it for like an hour and a half
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's full commit man there's no no fucking
1: around on that one was there any thoughts of trying it again i feel like reynolds made it famous to like try and go through not go into the corner but i feel like if i'm skating a 16 and i land it i'm just taking it no matter what You know how he did varial heel and went to the corner, and then he's like, "No, I have to do it again."
2: Yeah, I remember that, like being in the comments and shit. But it was like (laughs) I just remember landing it and hitting the fence, and I was like holding on to keep my board under me because my (laughs) homies were like trying to pull me off my board. I'm like, "No, I need more time." Feel this, stay on this thing. (laughs)
1: Uh, fuck. Uh, before we go any further, please explain the nickname. Is that one that you? plan to outgrow or you just is that just it we're going ducky for life
2: i don't know it's kind of funny because like matt price actually told me it was like probably three years ago he's like yo you need to stop introducing yourself as ducky like (laughs) call you it or whatever but like it's kind of fucking weird and then he told me that and i was like okay yeah for sure i don't know like not tied to it and then uh with work now i like made a point i'm like yo, if I'm in the office, like, don't fucking call me ducky.
1: (laughs) Put your foot down?
2: Yeah, they took it, like, pretty seriously. And uh, I actually have two phones. Like, I have a work phone and, like, my own phone. Mm -hmm. So I, like, fucking have the ducky phone and then, like, my work (laughs) phone. So I'm, like... I don't know And I'll just leave The work one at home When I'm like Out skating and shit So like no one Can fucking hit me up Yeah
1: (laughs) yeah, That's too good man So it's it's Zachary These days
2: Yeah And I didn't want To also be like Oh Ducky Just fucking packed Your box People have this like Fucking preconceived notion They're like Oh Zach's been Getting my shit out On time You know And then Six months later They find out It's fucking Ducky
0: (laughs) Matt Price Good looking out Dude this is, yeah it's <laughs> good advice so I read that you were a helmet kid man how how long you rocked the helmet for?
2: until uh, I was 14
0: what made you kick that?
2: oh fuck dude I don't know I was just like probably watching people film and stuff and they just didn't have helmets and then yeah just like I would do this thing where I like uh, would do the trick in a helmet and then take it off and then like do it without the helmet and then I actually left it at the spot oh yeah
0: so it was a natural progression though
2: Mm -hmm. yeah and my parents were like bummed on it (laughs) like they would like get in arguments about it cause my mom was like he doesn't have to wear a helmet you know and my dad Mm -hmm. was like he needs to wear the helmet (laughs) but then I don't know it was like a whole ass thing
0: that's fucking wicked man parents just looking out for you
2: we all should wear helmets if we
1: if we were smart but yeah for the cool factor just takes over man like hollywood 16 yeah. you could have used that done it twice once with the helmet not hit your yeah. head three times and then <laughs> do it again
2: yeah but like figure skaters don't wear helmets you know like imagine if they wore fucking helmets oh, that fuck, would look that's like, true man that would look gross <laughs> yeah no one talks about that shit
0: (laughs) dude are they like the only pro athletes that don't wear helmets well I guess like baseball and basketball but like any other like extreme sports that don't wear helmets I don't think so man snowboarding
2: I feel like snowboarders people wear helmets sometimes yeah like even street snowboarders
0: oh street snowboarders yeah surfers
1: surfing terrifies me so I'm always like yo I need a life jacket and a helmet if I'm gonna try
0: this again (laughs) but I'd look (laughs) like I'd get called can you imagine this the style you would have out there surfing with a life jacket and a helmet on
2: (laughs) dude I've seen some crazy shit out there my homie just went to like he went to somewhere where you surf on a reef and he like had a helmet so they'll have them like sometimes if you're surfing over like gnarly coral or some shit
1: yeah actually before we started recording you told us you got the surf bug man tell us a little bit about that
2: yeah uh I don't know. Someone told me, like, a few years ago, like, they were just like, yo, you can surf till you're, like, 60 or 70. And I was just like, I don't know. And I was like, just got ACL surgery. So I just made a point to, like, learn how to do that shit right as I was, like, healthy again. Yeah, and it's just been, I don't know, it's super sick. It's like, sometimes it feels gnarly, but it's like, I don't know if it is gnarly. You just, like, you're fine. Like, it's scary, but it's, Mm -hmm. like... You'll get a little rush but it's super mellow and then <laughs> Sick. yeah when skating you get like a fucking shinner like bump your knee it hurts for two weeks
0: <laughs> yeah
1: well uh, you're definitely an adrenaline junkie i mean if anyone's watched your skating do you, you get a little bit of those rushes surfing as well like are you, are you trying to get buck out there
2: yeah for sure like one reason i actually moved to san francisco is to surf bigger waves <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, so man's really (laughs) hooked. That's sick. Yeah,
2: Yeah, really hooked. Yeah, Austin Camfouch was like, yo, you need to come up here and, like, fucking surf. It's fucking sick. And, like, I don't know, Southern California, like, on one of the bigger days in Southern California, it'll be, like, four feet, maybe, like, bigger, like, with the last, like, weather shit that was going on. But here it's, like, always five feet or bigger. And, like, the biggest day I've gone out here is, like, 10 to 15. Damn. Damn yeah man's ain't playing pretty sick
0: so at what point you start filming clips out there man like get surf clips
2: dude it's kind of hard people like never see themselves surf luckily the the filmer schmitty like the thrasher filmer he's just like got the bug to like film like the homies so that's, that's pretty funny
0: that's so sick
2: so we do have some clips like yeah
0: because uh our homie that we had on the pod i think it was last season or the one before hugo boser up his wife's like a pro surfer and she just dropped apart oh really fuck i forget yeah, her name I pee- frankie i something, think it's I think. like frankie something yeah, frankie and she's so nar it's fucking yeah. crazy man but like it's crazy to think of filming surfing you gotta do that next man or at least like get a surf clip in one of your skate parts would be fucking sick dude yeah. i actually
2: do have one <laughs> uh, and, and like our last homie video i got like a little clip
0: oh already 10 yeah. steps ahead man
2: it was the spot under the Golden Gate Bridge.
0: Damn. Yeah. That's sick. That's like Safa wants to get a I mean, we always talk about making a video, me and Safa a bunt video, and Safa wants a basketball clip and I want a hockey clip in there, but I guess surfing's a little more steezy than that.
2: Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. A hockey clip is pretty steezy, yeah. <laughs> I feel like. It's getting a fight.
0: That's what I should do. Yeah. Fuck scoring a goal.
1: <laughs> I gotta get a clip of me dunking over Gary Rogers talking shit ass <laughs> this summer.
2: <laughs> Damn, that's a heavy claim. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> big claim. Yeah,
2: I feel like you guys could for sure line that one up.
1: Yeah, no, we'll we'll figure it out. Cross them up. Um, you mentioned you grew up in Modesto. Do you have any Andy Roy stories from coming up over there? Was he uh, out and about when you were coming up?
2: Yeah, actually like right when he got out of jail, he it was when he was teaching skate lessons at like uh our local park. Oh, so shit. like I pulled up to the park. Yeah, I pulled up to the park one day and I was like, "Yo, what the fuck is this? There's like all these like 11-year-olds with this like head-tatted dude. Like who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> <laughs> and, I and mean, then all the kids I knew at the skate park were like, I don't know if he like gave them like anti-hero gear or something, he's like, yo, he's this bro from fucking anti-hero, like <laughs> fucking, <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay, this is like, like I had no idea what they were saying, like if they were like for real or just like fucking with me or something.
0: Oh uh, shit. Dude, that's insane. Can you imagine like leaving your kids with Andy Roy for skate lessons? That'd be the most like insane vibe. <laughs>
2: Dude, yeah it was a trip he was like really honestly good at it he took that shit hella seriously and like the kids got pretty gnarly It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy
0: i would have never thought that man but yo skate lessons is fucking big business man no matter where you are this fucking there's good money in teaching skate lessons man we all sleep on that shit but there's people out there taking advantage of that market <laughs>
2: Honestly, I did that shit for a little bit, like out here. It was pretty dope.
0: Yeah, see? Safe did a skate camp he used to do. Like, it's good business. Let's bring it back. You want to bring it back? Start a new venture? Teach
1: Teach these kids how to bunt properly,
0: man. Yeah.
2: Dude, yeah. Teach them how to, like, talk shit. (laughs) No illegal (laughs) tricks.
0: (laughs) So, Zach, how'd you get hooked up with the Pizza Gang, man?
2: Let's see. I was getting a expedition boards for like like flow and the, the TM at the time was kind of like dodging me and I was just like this kind of fucking sucks and then uh cause they hit me up like right when the company started and I was like nah I just moved to like southern California I'm gonna like try some other shit and then after like the expedition shit I was like this fucking sucks and then I hit them back up and they're like oh we could see what we can do
1: oh, oh shit,
2: and then I ended up just like I just like bought a board and a t-shirt and then, um, I pulled up to the warehouse too. And I was like, when the owner was gone, I was like, Oh, so-and-so said I could get a board, you know? <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: So fast.
2: <laughs> and then I, uh, I did the big spin front board on Hollywood on like a board, like the first board I got. Jeez. And then they just like ran it as an ad.
1: Damn. You basically forced your way on by being buck wild i respect that
2: <laughs> yeah and it was just like i don't know it made sense i was like it was right when expedition put out that like fucking gone fishing video and i had like this expedition like i don't know like fish shirt and i was just like i don't know fuck this shit like i just want to be like how i am on the fucking company like mm-hmm. that. i can just do whatever i want you know
1: so you pulled up though and just made up A story about someone saying you could grab a board
2: it was like something like that I feel like there was like (laughs) it was a little more lined up but like I don't know (laughs) I got the board (laughs) that's all that matters
1: oh yeah at least you put the board to use and uh, look at you now it all worked out but that's hilarious so way back in our earlier seasons we had a little run-in with the pizza squad Chima threw a little shot at pizza and rapid-fire and then you guys made a remix of our logo roasting us were you aware of all that what, what was going on in your guys yeah. end? because it was all fun and games on our side
2: <laughs> dude i don't know they just like they love that shit so like i don't know whenever there's any sort of beef they're just like they just always want to like fire back and do something you know <laughs> whereas i'm like fuck it. i'm like i don't know it's not my shit but like it's pretty funny and they just like like yeah like there was the other one like evan hay when oh, he like, yeah. broke the board <laughs> yeah.
1: oh yeah. Shit. that was some good back and forth it was like toronto against pizza for a little bit there
2: <laughs> dude it's like for a little bit it's like i feel like the whole time it was like everyone against pizza yeah. like, like the whole world <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is true man you guys have had like uh people been coming at you for a little bit but we love that shit too we love making fun of other people and getting made fun of ourselves man you got to be able to take it a little bit you know
2: yeah i know it's actually fucked up because like i quit the team like a year and a half ago and i look and i'm like blocked by them oh, fuck. oh. Which- <laughs>
0: damn. damn they took it sh- they took that shit serious man they want that fucking board you stole back <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking debts to pay dog
2: shit dude yeah and then they made this like uh they did this like after i quit too they made this like duck board like jumping into money i'm like the <laughs> fuck you guys making a ducky board still like what the fuck is
0: this damn <laughs> they they got no shame over there eh D- the pizza boys dude, will yeah. fucking run anything
2: dude <laughs> yeah they're fucking funny i still fuck with them but like those are my guys but like i don't know it's just like funny as fuck
0: they savages when it comes to the graphics man
2: That show that was
0: like early on for us, and it was like one of our first like things that like caught someone else's attention. So it was, it was funny that Chima said it, but they came at us and didn't like say anything to Chima. It was like, (laughs) see you guys, you know, don't want to go at the big dog, but you come after us, no problem. (laughs) Oh man! So this past summer, we kind of spent the day awkwardly sitting across from each other on a dock in Copenhagen. Uh, I think Seifa was oblivious to the situation, but uh, I could feel the pizza and bunt tension in the air, man. <laughs> but uh, all that aside, you had a cast on while you were in Copenhagen, man. What was the story there?
2: Yeah, I fucking broke my ankle, like my fibula, oh, like fuck. a fucking month or no, not even, dude, probably like like three weeks before that, I had this huge European trip planned with my girlfriend. Like we were gonna go to like Barcelona for a month And all this shit And I broke my fucking ankle Like five days before the trip Fuck! And I had to cancel all this shit And then I was just like Yeah And I like What is that? I like applied for the uh, The Venture TM brand manager job And I was like Dude I have to go to Copenhagen Or some shit Especially if I'm gonna be like A fucking office dude So (laughs) I like rebooked the flight And then went out with her For like a week in Copenhagen
0: Fuck. Damn, yeah sorry to hear that's that. that's a good place yanked. to be though injured or yeah injured yeah. or not copenhagen's uh, a good spot
2: the ankle's still kind of fucked but yeah that whole trip i rented one of those cargo bikes and just had my homies ride me around <laughs> <It was> crazy. <laughs> i got some good homies yeah
1: donald i was oh. definitely oblivious to whatever tension <laughs> you guys were dealing with over there i was nah, i was turned on the docks <laughs>
0: Yeah, I feel like we went to that dock early in the morning and we're like, okay, we're going to like go here and chill and then leave in the afternoon and go skate. And I think we we're literally the last people on the dock, man. Like from <laughs> 8 a.m. to oh, yeah. 10 p.m. just on the fucking dock. Like <laughs> That was a good day, though, man. That was fun. Yeah, dude, yeah. Yeah, one of the best days. As you should all know by now, The mighty Toronto Maple Leafs have won their first playoff series in 19 years. 19 years of hurt and pain and suffering is over. And the cup could finally be coming home. To celebrate this, CHPO is giving you the chance to win a box packed with the greatest hater blockers known to mankind. All you need to do is email us at thebuntlive at gmail.com first thing with the name of the player who buried the curse when he scored the last goal in overtime in game six in tampa against tampa and made us all dream again chpo brand doing it for the people and doing it for toronto so zach the uh 2023 am
1: scramble just dropped you were lucky enough to go on one a little while back with some heavy heavy hitters but you definitely held your own how fun are those trips man how how gnarly was that experience
2: uh i don't know i don't remember it being like hella crazy i just remember everyone being like so fucking good that it was like they would just do stuff and i would like trip out but like everyone was like (laughs) just like skating every spot and like trying gnarly stuff
0: who was on the one that you were on
2: uh it was like jamie mason tyson peterson axel christberg zion yeah zion right
1: well the funny thing is like watching some of the clips there's like extremely gnarly rails being skated where you'd think it's like okay only one person is ever gonna like 50 this rail or something <laughs> and meanwhile there's like three three of you guys like back at the beginning like actually seshing like a <laughs> quadruple kink rail of sin like it's like it's nothing
2: <laughs> yeah skating with jamie was kind of like always like that one of the first times i met him he was like out in sf he's like i want to go skate opera house like so fucking bad and it's like all he wanted to do and then i ended up just like getting up there with him and we're just like skating it
1: wait which one's opera house again it's just fucked
2: it's like at the symphony hall in downtown san francisco it's like a big like Silver rail, it's like a 20. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fuck, I'm trying to picture it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Name, name a trick that's been done on it. I just got to picture of this one.
2: TK tried to lip slide it and like sacked it and oh. like a car wheel down it.
0: <laughs> Is it the one that you five-o'd?
2: Yeah, I, I five-o'd it. Yeah.
0: So how long are those AM scramble trips?
2: I don't know when I was, I feel like it was like 10 days.
0: Good little amount of time to... F- you guys fucking film a whole video part on it. Yeah. One of the sessions landed you in the emergency room. What happened there, man?
2: Uh, I was trying to grind this, like, fucking kink rail, and I just, like... I don't know if you guys know about kink rail fucking skating, but it's, like... <laughs> it, there's some, like, weird little tricks you gotta, like, know about. <laughs> but I did the thing where you're, like, if you pinch on a kink rail too much... Mm-hmm it'll like push your trucks off mm-hmm. when you go over the kink. And I got pushed into feeble and just tried to dive out of it and just like dove straight to my face on some like crusty ground. Fucking uh, hell. Yeah.
1: I know a little bit about, No, we don't know about kinkro sa- Oh, well, Oh, you do for yourself, dog. <laughs> I front boarded a little double kink and 50 that <laughs> double kink back in the day. And I have a scar, uh, right in my ass crack for life so I I got a little bit of that kink rail you know what I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) but I mean you would laugh at it if you saw it it'd be like a a fucking warm up in the
0: park for you these days now the 50-50 is legit what front board did you do
1: the little one at Tim Hortons at Davisville Station
2: (laughs) (laughs) at (laughs) Timmy (laughs) Hoos oh that's good don't watch that that just sounded
0: hilarious
2: (laughs) oh shit (laughs) A (laughs)
0: Little <laughs> <don't wanna. laughs>
1: one, oh, it's actually oh, as, I think as far good. as like down across down rails go, it's like it's a two the two flat two, the smallest one possible. Yeah, hey, I don't see you fucking <laughs> stuffing. <through. laughs>
0: oh, I thought you were talking about the one in uh, Halifax that you didn't land.
1: No, no that was just one kink. Whew. I'm talking double kinks, baby.
0: Tim Hortons, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's Canada. Yeah, Whew. So your
1: pro part for pizza is already five years old at this point. You're a seasoned vet out here. Hella hammers over the years, hella parts. Um, But looking back, what's your favorite part that you put out?
2: I don't know. We would put out these like lurk hard videos that I was like always pretty stoked on. But probably the the pro for pizza part was like my favorite because I skated Mm -hmm. to like two of my homies bands. And then, I don't know, just some shit like I maybe wouldn't do again or just like i don't know had some like hometown spots
0: yeah you went ham in that one and there's like a crazy mix of bales in that one too and you had like of meat trailer for that part man that was fucked
2: yeah i was like i don't know really stoked on that and it came out like uh a few months after i tore my acl so i was like (sighs) i don't know it was like give you some juice yeah it came out like four or five months after fuck
0: yeah so you still working on some some new ones? You got a new part coming or no?
2: Uh, Kind of. I kind of had, like, a rough year with injuries, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I came out with that part, like, pretty recently in my homies video, and then, like, I think 10 months ago, we came out with, like, another homies video from this dude at Mikey Guzman. He, like, filmed at X Games Real Street I had, like, two years ago. Yeah, that ago. shit was crazy. Yeah. And, like, that's why I filmed without out here and just, like, we just keep putting out videos he has this like me and all my homies have this instagram called like 21st and we just like shit post it and it's like a fake brand and that's what we just like post the, our videos and shit on so i don't know i'll probably end up filming with him again for another homie video
0: that's what's up yeah so one of your homies told us to ask you about your bike accidents like there have been more than one or something man what's the story with you and and the bikes
2: fuck dude uh i don't know i've been like biking my whole life like i was like before i skated i used to race bmx bikes sick yes i i was like always been into bikes and then also always just hella accident prone so yeah with the most recent bike accident the one where like this car fucking hit me. It was like, I don't know. There's this fucking bike race in SF called like the Dash for Cash. And it's a race from Twin Peaks to uh, like EMB. And you run like every fucking red light on market. (laughs) And it's a pretty sick race if you like look it up on YouTube. But I was like, I had this fixie that I was riding with like no brakes that I've had since I was like 14. And I was started commuting to work on it to like prepare for this bike race. And then, uh, the fucking first day I ride the bike to work, I'm like having so much fun, like kind of bombing the hills. And I've like had that bike for like 14 years. so I'm pretty used to it. And then I go get coffee at the hill by my work. And then I'm like bombing the hill down and I slow down for the stop sign or I'm, like, going to the intersection, and I go to slow down, and then I slow down, and then the car passes the intersection, and then I pedal to go, like, through the intersection, like, as fast as I can, because it's, like, my turn to go, mm-hmm. and this car behind the other car that just went just, like, rolls through the stop sign, and I'm already pedaling as fast as I can. Oh, so I'm, like, shit. 15 feet away, like, bombing this hill, and I just get, like... Fucking fly over the hood And like land on the other side of the street
0: Jesus Christ It fucked you up?
2: Yeah I got away like surprisingly clean Like I was just like My body looked fucked I had like these marks on my wrist Or no yeah Like elbow, wrist, like both ankles My head Mm -hmm. And then (laughs) Yeah and the car just fucking left Like just bounced And then
0: Fucking hell
2: Yeah and it was a block away from my work So like jim t comes out and uh the dude cam that works there and they're just like there's an ambulance and i'm like on the back of a fire truck like with my fucking head bleeding and i'm like and then jim says to me he's like yo there's a better way to get out of work <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> jesus jim, christ
1: ruthless yeah. damn man yeah oh, you got to be careful out
2: of oh. here
0: man yeah, yeah. you're crazy too many injuries you are an adrenaline junkie man
2: Dude, it was like my first two months working there, so they probably like were like, dude, what the fuck did we get ourselves into?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So needless to say, you didn't make it to the Dash for Cash, man?
2: Dude, no. They announced the dates like a month later and I still did it.
0: Oh fucking hell. Was it Psycho? I gotta see what this looks like.
2: Yeah, watch YouTube videos, it's pretty sick. But uh so I like and then I rode that bike. A few more times to work because I was like once they announced the dates and I was like I don't know I felt like I had to do this race because I was like just fucking cuz and then uh dude I, I was like so like I rode I don't know to prepare for the race like one more time and it was hella scary and then like I kept having this feeling like that I was gonna die in the race or something so like once I did the race it was like pretty mellow but it was like such a weight lifted off my shoulders
1: all right <laughs> you got to be careful maybe surfing is uh the right new uh activity for you a little mellower
2: yeah i need to figure out dude like, this
0: something out but, this race yeah. is crazy all, they all start with their bikes on the ground and they run to their bikes this is fucking psycho some yeah. of these guys don't have helmets on man was that you
2: no i fucking dude the hospital gave me a helmet <laughs>
0: They're like, shit, you need this, man. So, yo,
1: Zach, what's the story behind Theotis' Hollywood birthday party?
2: (laughs) Oh, fuck. Dude, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like a fucking long one. But um, so the Jankum dudes were in town. And uh, I've, like, I feel like known Ian and Rospa, like, a bit. But they were like, yeah, we're at this hotel. Like, we're going to have people over. And I just, like, went to the liquor store and bought, like, four or four locos. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then just, like, pull up to their hotel room. I'm like, what's up, you know? And then Ian ended up going and doing something else. But me, Rospa, and the homie Dakota ended up, like, drinking the Four Locos. And just, like, and then my homie, uh, I think, like, Bo Mitchell and uh, his homie Dominic were in town. And they're like, yeah, we're, like, at this place the otis's birthday party and i'm just like four loco drunk like yes let's fucking go <laughs> and then we end up getting in and it was just like i don't know it was just a fucking movie in there like i swear to god the scene from baker four when he's like singing was like that night and my homie has like a video like that but like we can't find oh. it like, it was like a fucking fever dream or something. <laughs> That's
0: fucking wicked, man. Yeah,
2: And then we left and went to karaoke after, and it was just, like, fucked. Just, like, yeah. it was a crazy night.
0: That's a wicked one, man. The oldest doing it big in Hollywood. Don't doubt it.
2: Dude, he's a real one. He was, like, I, I just, like, don't remember a lot from that night, but I remember him. He passed me the Henny bottle and was, like, Ducky, hit this for my birthday one time, and I was like... No. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I hit the Hennessy bottle, and I was like, Yo, this is fucking crazy. Theotis is the a yeah. real one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Fucking life hammer right there. <laughs> Dude, yeah. any Henny from Theotis. <laughs> That's too good. Man, so I heard you want a turtle. What's the deal with that? You keeping them, man? I heard it's quite the commitment, raising a turtle.
2: Who told you I won it? Dude. Uh, no, but I do have a, a tortoise But, like, uh, I bought it for my brother When he was, like, five years old It was just, like, hundred bucks Craigslist Like one of those turtles that, like, walk around in your backyard And it was, like, this big when we got it Just, like, the size of, like, your palm mm-hmm. And then it's still at my parents' house, like Sixteen years later It's gonna live till it's, like, fucking 70 <laughs> Yeah
0: Oh, what's the turtle's name?
2: It's a tank yeah she's dope
0: <laughs> <laughs> the turtle just lives in the backyard
2: yeah like we had it in like this small tank and then like after a while it's just like was easier to just like let chill in the backyard it's like almost like two and a half feet big I swear
0: what the fuck Yeah. got like a pond or something for it back there
2: no just like I don't know like a little hut <laughs> Then it just like <laughs> posts up like eats the grass sometimes and like yeah dude it's fucking fucking crazy crazy my like uh my brother was like leaving for work one time and his car wouldn't back up and he's like what the fuck and then he gets out and the turtle's just under the fucking back like axle just like (laughs) oh my god And he has to pull forward and move it and it's just like chilling like no big deal
0: (laughs) yeah you're not fucking with that show
1: (laughs) (laughs) yo so you actually quit pizza skateboards which we weren't aware of what, what was the reason behind that and uh, you got any plans going forward? You got a new board sponsor? Where, where's your head at right now?
2: I don't know. I just quit pizza because I like wrote for them for like five years and then I was just kind of like what's next? Like I don't know. We were kind of doing like just the same stuff like going on trips and I was just like ready for a change. I just like figured I was like oh it's like a good time to quit. Like try something new and then I don't know, I just kind of wanted to focus on other aspects of my life besides, like, skating. I kind of wanted to, like, handle that shit. Like, I don't know. I kept getting injuries, and I, like, just needed, like, health insurance and shit. So I kind of wanted to figure out that stuff. And then I would, like, I don't know, me and my homies would, like, joke about board sponsors, but, like, I don't know, like, figuring that shit out is kind of, like, hectic. So I was just, (laughs) like... Just focused on like work shit, but just like still skating, I felt like just as much, you know?
1: Yeah, that's what's up, what, what kind of boards are you skating these days, man?
2: Now that I work at Deluxe, I just like flow myself, whatever. <laughs> I'll skate like <laughs> anti hero crooked boards. I skate their boards pretty often.
0: That's all you need, okay? Yeah. yeah. You're under a good roof. Yeah. So what's next for you, man? What's next for Zach?
2: Fuck, dude i don't know after all like these injuries i've had this year i just gotta like be on some hell shit do like yoga i got like a concussion like fucking four weeks ago Mm-hmm. so like
1: fucking hell
2: yeah i'm just trying to like uh i don't know you ever you guys ever heard of like return of saturn no it's like this thing when you're like fucking like almost 30 or something where your like life just like turns into like complete shit for a little bit and then you like <laughs> i don't know and then if you like come on the other end of it you fucking like are like a better person but like i don't know dude i fucking had like i got hit by a car last year and then fucking like broke my ankle and then had that concussion like four weeks ago so i'm just like trying to be on a fucking health kick and shit
0: Dude, they say fucking bad things happen in threes, so that's three for you, man. I think you're hopefully on the other side of it now, bro.
2: Dude, hopefully, fuck.
0: But we're well past the return of Saturn, man.
2: (laughs) You guys are good. It's easy. (laughs)
0: Yeah, we're long gone.
1: I hope so, man. I hope so. Yo, 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 it's rapid fire with the ghost, and this week, it's a great pleasure to be brought to you by Crooked Skateboards. Over here at The Bunt, we're celebrating our homie, Una Ferrar turning pro for Crooked. If you haven't already, be sure to check out Crooked's website for Una's pro surprise video and her new line of decks at crookedskateboarding.com. Una's debut decks come in 825 and 85 true fit with a specially designed mold for shorter decks and a shorter wheelbase. You can grab one of Una's new Crooked Pro decks at Shred Shop, Anti-Social, Labor, Humidity, 510, and your favorite local skate shop. And if your local doesn't have them, tell them to fix that ASAP. The Bunt said so. Congrats, Una. Much respect. All right, Zach, you know what time it is. A little rapid fire, you know what I'm saying? Let's make it pop, team manager style. <laughs> Favorite skater,
2: uh, Nick Michael.
1: Favorite Same. video,
2: First Love.
1: R.G. Favorite video part,
2: Anthony Van Eglint in the D.C. video.
1: Oh, that's some Donald shit right there. Favorite I like style, this fucking rapid fire.
2: Fuck, I'll just go back to Nick Michael.
1: <laughs> yeah, can't go wrong. Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate?
2: Probably, like, Leo Romero.
1: Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth?
2: Dude, I don't know. I just flipped through, like, a thrasher, and Leo Romero was grinding some more, like, big shit. So, I don't know. I guess fucking him for right now.
1: (laughs) Uh, Timeless legend. Favorite trick?
2: Uh, (laughs) 50-50.
1: Front side or backside? Backside. Hardest trick for you?
2: just ledges in general (laughs) it's like dude they fucking suck they're hard to skate i get like i don't look good skating them it's like i always get smoked (laughs) fuck ledges
1: most illegal trick
2: oh hell (laughs) fuck Fuck
1: ledges (laughs) we worship brian winning around here man put some respect on (laughs) most illegal trick
2: dude fuck it board slide yank (laughs) out
1: oh <laughs> honestly
2: i'm done with them
1: i was gonna say i feel i'm pretty sure i saw you do a front side one transfer into a gnarly bank but you're done eh
2: i think i'm done with that trick for sure yeah they're like they're kind of easy they're fun but it's like i'm just overseeing them
1: <laughs> favorite clip you've ever gotten
2: probably this rail in like portland at like a uh I like back 50 to, it's like a like a 39 rail at a like the rose garden <laughs> in portland <laughs> holy uh, shit
1: worst trend you've been a part of
2: five panel hats <laughs>
1: <laughs> gnarliest trick you've ever
0: witnessed
2: uh jamie foy did like this faky nose grind on this like 14 rail in san diego and it was just like
0: <sighs> fucking hell
2: I don't even know, like fakey over crook pop out, but I just yeah, remember yeah. he's like, I'm gonna do this and then he did it in like four tries and it was just like so fucked.
1: Dude. Built different. What's the one trick that got away?
2: Probably that kink rail on the am scramble. Like, I don't know, it would have been cool to do, but I'm stoked like I think that kid I don't know who else went back and did it, but like I'm glad someone else did it so I like fucking didn't have to think about that didn't shit. Have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That shit fucked me up.
1: What's the biggest
2: bunt you've ever witnessed? My friend, when I was in college, we were like hella drunk at my apartment, and he was like, I'm gonna fucking Big Spin El Toro, like I could fucking do it. <laughs> 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 and he was like screaming at the whole night, we were just getting drunk at my apartment, and he just like, and of course he didn't fucking do it, because that's insane, but he was like, I could fucking do yeah. it. <laughs> Did, oh, he go?
1: God, Did he go? Did he try anything?
2: No. Fuck no. like. Oh, I feel like we didn't even skate with Classic. them that much after that. Like you just like yeah. <laughs> disappeared.
0: That's a huge claim. That's like the, the winning one who said that that was the biggest one, winning claimed switch Ollie and then disappeared. Fuck. I can't remember, but maybe Fred Gall, <laughs> but it was a
1: similar one where it was a drunken night claiming switch Ollie El Toro and then nowhere to be found in the morning,
2: <laughs> dude, you know, what's funny is my homie and I went we there when nick merlino switch ollie del Toro. Damn, jesus he did it like easy but i can't believe like how the fuck we ended up there but he did that shit
1: damn wow. what's the last new trick you learned
2: uh i feel like what is it Nolly backside flips i could like i don't Sick. know i can do those decent or just do them better late
1: than never <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> dream job after skating
2: fuck dude nothing i don't know Fucking not having to work. Yeah, retirement, man. Yeah, just chilling. I don't know, fucking surfing or something. Fucking pro surfer's dream job oh. for sure.
1: There you oh, go. There you go. Favorite local brand, twenty first, man. Yeah, twenty
2: first. It's not really a brand, but yet, fuck it, twenty first. Dropping videos. Yeah, dropping videos. Products coming, fucking soon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Favorite local skater.
2: This kid, Jesse Boudreaux, I, like, grew up with, his, he's fucked. Like, you got to look him up on Instagram and his parts. He's just so underrated and just, like, fucked. Right.
1: What's the one sponsor you regret riding for?
2: There's so many. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thieve Trucks, I don't know. They were, like, my first sponsor. Oh, shit. Yeah, they got me into, like, <laughs> contests and shit. But, yeah, I was pretty rough.
1: <laughs> Favorite teammate ever.
2: Fuck it. I'll go Pedro Delfino.
1: Sick. Worst teammate ever.
2: Chase Webb. Oh!
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Worst company.
2: Fuck it. I don't know. Powell Skateboards. Oh! <laughs> oh.
1: Worst trend.
2: Five panel hats. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Worst style. Oh, uh, Jordan Hoffart. <laughs> oh! oh, shit.
1: <laughs> oh, how are you going to come That's at Canada, a Canadian man. brother like that, man?
2: Damn, I didn't even know he was Canadian. I thought he was from, like, fucking Orange County or something. <laughs> <laughs> BC
1: boy. Oh. Dude, he did probably still to this day the gnarliest tail slide in the history of skateboarding. So got to just give him a little shout out on that
2: dude i just didn't like the way he would board slide shit for hella long and then it would be like a photo in the mag and you're like of course he's gonna fucking get to the end of it and the clip's like 25 seconds long you know (laughs) (laughs) i just like that shit would just piss me off it's like his ender
1: oh man last person you want on the sesh
2: dude easy one man child
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, oh 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 keep it moving say on to the next one yeah quick yeah (laughs) all right y'all that's gonna wrap up our interview with zach kovacs man thank you so much for coming on the show bro it was a it was a pleasure
2: thank you guys for having me
1: (laughs) yo wait last question now that you're team manager for venture what kind of tm are you man because you could probably fucking get clips with the best of them i mean we know you can so if you're going on a trip or something are you getting in the edit are you calling them out if they're if they're being soft like are you like someone's rolling up to a 50 and you just do it first tee in their face like what kind of TM are you gonna be
2: fuck dude i don't know i'm just gonna i don't know let them do their thing i don't really like give a fuck you know (laughs) i'm like if you want to skate go for it if not but i'm probably like i'll skate somewhat you know i feel like i can't not
1: I don't know but it's funny if there's like you need someone on the trip to like get an ad or something and then they want to like 50 something that you would do in your sleep you just gotta just let it be
2: yeah I would just let them do it and (laughs) find something else
0: yeah that's a tough one man when it comes time make those tough calls bro you gonna be ready
2: (laughs) wait who would skate a rail for a venture ad fuck (laughs) (laughs)
1: i don't know it's just funny like because you're still you're still young and still like obviously like incredibly talented so it's just like a funny it must it's just a weird new dynamic probably for you as as a tm now
2: yeah i'll probably just keep it chill i don't know not try to get like i don't know what venture trip i go on and be like yo i just gotta check out this rail real quick (laughs) the king trail at timmy (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: Oh, shit. Oh, well oh man bent. stoked on the, the new chapter and like thinking about your health and longevity and shit stoked that you found uh, surfing so keep doing your thing man it's a pleasure chatting with you
2: <clears throat> yeah stoked to be on the pod <laughs> hell yes
0: this is the post office brought to you by our good friends over at Dickie's skateboarding quality workwear since 1922 from the worksite To the streets. Ain't nobody keep you fitted like dickies. I Ghost, you know exactly what time it is. Who we got up first. You've got mail. Alright, this week, kicking it
1: off with an email from Evan Brown. You guys ever wish you could have that run that back turbo over one of your clips from the Chorus Night's weekly top 10 clips of the week? What clips of yours do you think deserve it? P.S. Safeo, let's hit the links in Detroit. Peace. That's a very random question, but shout out Quarter Snacks. Love Quarter Snacks. Love the top 10. Um, Yeah, that would be cool. What do you got, Donald? Which one of your clips? This is just like your moment to brag and just put some shine on yourself. You know what I'm saying?
0: One clip. Maybe my nollie flip nose manual at... Union man, flipping in's a rarity for me, and that's the only time I've ever done that trick. So,
1: yes, that was very dope. And uh, I've tripped you on the pod before, but I'll never forget when we went to see the Caden Skateboards video premiere. Oh! And our boy Jay Brown did nollie flip nose Manny on it, but then he dropped down to nose Manny into the street. The look on your face, me and Cody were
0: dying laughing. <laughs> Mine was better. Like, <laughs> fucking 10 years old, man. Maybe more. Uh, I remember, hey, shout I, remember I was gonna post something up about that way back when when we talked about the video. But now that you're coming live and direct, we gotta we gotta get that shit up on the story. Let the people vote, man. Jay Brown versus D Jones. Two yes, two electrical apprentices going toe-to-toe in the story. Let's see. Choose your fighter. Oh shit yeah um i didn't know
1: we forgot to do that last time that's a must set a reminder in your phone wednesday we're posting that and yours let the people decide what's yours mine um let me think here um well just because he just reminded me of detroit Mm -hmm. um let me think of a a detroit clip i got my favorite city that big productive skate city
0: in detroit a big black five oh yeah yeah, that was crazy. that's
1: like not that like compared to the tricks I've seen on that thing, but it's still scary as fuck for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I saw this dude Mikey Crack is his insta Nolly back over crooked that Holy- thing and the day I 5-0'd it, Benko Nolly crooked it. Yeah. I wanted to nolly front board it because it's so low and steep mm-hmm. but Mikey Crack also did that. Anyways, um, no I'll go with uh, my switch front board because that was uh, probably one of the best tricks I've ever done. Mm. <laughs> and I did it on Paul Macno's board. Okay. so oh, Legendary go with that one. You got time for a round of golf in Detroit? Evan B., my guy. I apologize. We're only there for like two full days. So we're going to be trying to maximize skate spots. No time for uh, golf, but maybe next time.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, we've got an email from Tom G., Yo, Bunt Boys, I know we talk about regrettable trends, but when's the last time you were trend-curious? Me, personally, I've been seeing a lot of big wheels lately and haven't committed to the switch-up yet. So, when's the last time you switched something up? What was it, and did it stick? Cheers, boys. It's a good question. What trend did you attempt to hop on, and then we're like, nah, nah, it ain't for me.
1: Um... I don't know. I mean, you said it on that pod when we had to roast each other's kids. Like, I don't really switch it up very much. I still rock. I still have one t-shirt that I've had literally since high school. So, mm-hmm. you know, my black and red Jordan shirt, bro. Oh, <laughs> I used to rock
0: that in gym class. Wait, that one's butter. The so, actual Jordan one.
1: Yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. This could yeah, be anything, though. But, this could be your... like we've done a lot of switching up with our completes over the last five years i'd say like it's taken a complete overhaul especially with the trucks and wheels i mean we
1: literally talked about it last week i believe but thunder switching a thunder was the last one but that's stuck this is a regrettable one Mm -hmm. also like bobby hooking up those um the risers deluxe makes the wooden risers Mm -hmm. to go with the thunder lows i mean thunder highs um that's stuck as well
0: I think that's the one for me. I put those on and then had to take them off. It was too high. There were things like mm-hmm. Nolly and fakie were mostly the ones that I just kept missing pop, especially with uh, regs and switch. I was okay, but I just felt a little too high to, to hit the nolly pop and fakie sometimes. But did you switch from indies? Yeah, I had indies and then I was skating thunders without the riser. And then I put the riser on, didn't like the riser, took it off, and I was like, Yeah, I'm good with this height. Like I don't need to be much higher. I mm,
2: was getting a lot of wheel bite
0: at first with the thunders. Yeah. And I just tightened my trucks a little bit. Cause I went up to fifty fours from fifty two. But Damn. the tighter trucks just helped it. But I really don't get much wheel bite anymore, I don't think. Yeah. I just
1: the wheel bite was ridiculous for me. Like I wouldn't have been able to keep skating thunders, even though I liked um, the like turn radius and all that bushings loved it all but the wheel bite was out of control and the risers like yeah it's literally perfect now mm-hmm. but okay that's a good one something I tried and blunted on since Tall Tees yeah. my kit pretty much hasn't really changed maybe like slightly variance in bagginess of pants but that's like inevitable That's normal um, Tom G, my guy. I'm sorry. I'm just a boring dude. Same kit for probably since the Talty era, which I don't know what year we ended that, Donald. Yo, I wish we could go back in time and see who held on the longest. You know, like. <laughs> probably Cody. Just like low key, one person at a time trying to go back to like an XL or a large. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's got to be Cody, 100%. All right, next up. We got a quick fun one from Isaiah Travis. Thanks for keeping it concise, my guy. Would you rather have the world's worst switch tray or the world's best Nolly Front Smith? Bro, that, that's simple. actually like the, so easy.
0: The simplest thing there is. The world's yeah. best Nolly Front Smith.
1: Yeah, because that doesn't mean you have to do them and then that allows you to have a better switch tray. Yes too easy jesus you thought christ. you you thought you had you thought us in a corner us. eh <laughs> hell no jesus christ just because you can move. do it doesn't mean you have to yep. yeah.
0: next up we've got an email from jonathan dell what's up fam episodes y'all are churning out our dope as fuck keep doing what y'all doing man quick question what trick do you hear is illegal but low-key think is dope I'm going to just say it. I never really had hate for the Hanna, <laughs> probably because I'm a 90s head and I remember Thomas throwing it down drops and misled youth jumping off a building. That's when I started skating, so I probably am being biased. Just curious to see what y'all thought. Shout out to my Warriors. Lost the first two to the Kings, but we got this. No sports talk in the post office. We saving everything playoff related for the fucking rundown. Saifa. which trick is illegal but you woke you think is dope Uh, for Sefa it's probably pop shove tail grab to be honest
1: (laughs) no I know those are whack but they're still fun to do um damn that's a that's a tough question cause even the ones that we used to do when we were young Mm -hmm. and then you, you get called out or just like realize they're dusty on your own we stopped doing them Feel like there isn't like an illegal trick i'm still doing well actually that's not for me to say i guess
0: yeah i don't think it would be one that we're still doing but one you know that i've always turned a, a blind eye towards just because this man is one of a kind the crook back lip and the one-footed crook you know nobody but fabrizio gets a pass oh true but Fabrizio can do whatever the hell he wants. So I'll go with those two. I'm obviously not doing it. But like he said, he remembers Jamie Thomas doing it, and he liked it when he did it. And I like when Fabrizio throws those out, man. Yeah, the one-foot crook especially. Mm. The crook back lip, like the way
1: Fashion does them is just horrible. Like it's he's in a crook for like 0. 0.3 seconds. Yeah, it's, it's basically just, just like a backflip. He's just getting in. He, yeah. yeah. But I was thinking when he dropped that part, I think he had one. And uh, I was like, man, he's got to retire those. And I was like, wait, even if he stopped doing them for the rest of his life, he's always going to be labeled a crook backlipper. So there's no point of in course. stopping now. Keep it. Let it ride. <laughs> bro. Yeah. Um, shit. Shit. I don't know. I'll, you know what? I, I'll go with uh, Jonathan. Benny Hana's are obviously dusty, but they never like they never made me cringe. Like I feel like some people really hate them. To me, it was always just whatever. Like what the hell was that wild ass trick? But
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's just like more funny than annoying in a way. All right, next up, we got a quick one from Ralph Lloyd Davis. Dear Donovan and Safa, why the
0: English slang? Peace, Ralph. Know. you want to know, let him know what's good? Oh, too easy, man. Two words. Ralph Floyd Davis, top boy. Sully and Duchesne. That's what it is, man. Major impact on our lives. We keep getting the food here at the bunt, and they doing the same in the ends. <laughs> yeah. Oh, back to
1: that question about, like, jumping onto a trend or whatever. Our English slang, anytime a new season of Top Boy comes out, we're just... It's heavy around these parts, Mm -hmm. you get me, and then it kind of fades off as we wait a year or two for the next season.
0: Yeah, Um, I would say it probably started with Skepta and our love for Skepta, and then when Top Boy came, it just hit hit another level. Man, I was thinking about the the Skepta concert we went to years ago at the uh, at the Hoxton—probably the best concert I've ever been to in my life, man. Same. That shit was fucking crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I, I can't remember, remember when we came were first, like first though. Yeah, I'm not too sure either. But I remember we were like keeping it cool, standing in the back of the building for a little while. And we were like super fans, you know, and then you're like, <laughs> yo, fuck this, we gotta get up there, man. And then getting like within two, three feet of the God Skepta was a life altering moment. Yeah, out of body experience. I remember reaching my hand out as he was like giving people <laughs> fives in the crowd. I was like, ah. <laughs> so, Oh, so. that was wicked. Leaving the fucking bar giddy after seeing Skepta Skepta Frisco. Alright, next up we've got an email from Tag Ryan. Who of your who are some of your favorite up-and-coming non-male skaters? In this category, the pros and goats are always mentioned and for good reason. But can you shine a light on some of the lesser known names in the scene? For me, it's Haley Wilson and Nellie Morville. Cheers. For me, speaking of the UK, we're going to keep it there. It's Savannah, Stacy Keenan, then elite bag of tricks. Anyone with a front heel has uh, got a fan in me. So that's who I'm going to go with. Savannah, Stacey, Keenan. Absolutely shredding. Love that shit. Hell yeah.
1: Another up-and-coming ripper, the homie Justin David uh, put me on to. I'm going to butcher the pronunciation, but C-belly. Cavalcante absolute beast that's pretty good yeah um steep kick 50s on P uh and the progression is dope alright next up we have a monumental legendary epic email from Nate Fizz can't
0: wait to check you guys out just heard about you. <laughs> <laughs> that's wicked The fact that you wrote that to us man Thank you uh, Keep checking us Hell up. yeah Nate Appreciate you Before we go any further I'm D Jones And that's Safa. Uh, just Nice to meet you dog <laughs> Next up We've got an email From Seagird Jesperson Yo Bunt boys I just listened to the Clyde episode And damn That was a good one Instant classic But you said that you were The sellout type of guys Going for the money if Karyuma offered both of you a lot of money to ride for them, would you take it? And if you took it, there's no if in that, brother. <laughs> Who do you guys think will get a pro model first? The Ghost or D. Jones? P.S. Thanks for not butchering my name on my last email. Sefa is getting good at those Danish names. Peace from Denmark. Yo, before we go any further... Obviously, like it's been said in previous episodes, we uh, frequent the slap message boards every now and then, you know, just to see who's throwing shade on our names. And uh, a big um, discussion kind of went off after the last Karayuma uh, email, or I think it was about the, the bastion part that came out. And we said, you know, take the money. So people have been going back and forth on slap talking about if they would take the money, if they wouldn't. And the number that they're kind of like going back and forth about is 5k a month. So that's what we'll go with right here. 5k a month. Would you take it to ride for Karyama? But hold
1: on, I just wanted to clarify one thing, just to make sure it was clear. I pulled that number out of my ass. I don't know what Bastion actually makes. Um, That was just Mm -hmm. a nice round number. Um, Should I got a check slap? I haven't, uh, haven't seen the
0: latest. Dude, there people are going through like budgeting out this 5k to see if it will work out to support their family so that's 60k a year right i think yeah
1: 60k a year um me okay i want to say i just want to make one other thing clear this is if me and donald if if we weren't if the bunt didn't exist and me and donald were just still just skating because uh we fuck with vans all day every day and would not leave or not like Mm want to fuck up that to ride for Gary Yuma. Vans, you know Uh. what I'm saying? But okay, hypothetical, Mm -hmm. me and you, uh, right now in our lives, but the bunt doesn't exist. We're still skating, but it's just weird because we've never lived off skating, but just we're still working our other jobs and everything's the same. There's just no bunt and no vans connection. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, hell yeah, I'm not like making money hand (laughs) over fist to the point where I'm turning down 60 K a year to ride some shoes that I don't fuck with.
0: Oh, easy answer, man. It's an obvious. Yes. Whatever that fucking logo is a leaf or whatever (laughs) you want to call it, put it on the side of my shoe and let's get this fucking paper, man. Like, come on. Don't be too cool. Like be cool, you know, but just because a lot of people say Kariyuma ain't cool, and and we're one of them, to turn down 60k a year would just be ridiculous. You're just lying to yourself. You know what I mean? Unless you are rich and you actually don't need the money, but any sort of like blue collar human being working a job nine to five or whatever the hours be, like you're gonna take the money. And if you say no, you're fucking lying. Or, or, right?
1: Well, I put it this way: if you're not lying and you want to just keep it real or whatever your reasoning is uh i i just can't like i don't want to say i don't respect it but i don't respect it you know what i mean like i just don't think it's worth it like when you're fucking you got a family whatever you got all these bills to pay if you're just gonna struggle just to say you're keeping it real um then i don't know i don't know what to tell you that's just it's just
0: a little uh, intense of a stance to take. Dude, you know how delighted I would be to have an extra 5k a month right now? Yeah.
1: I know. I'm like... That would be great. I'm wondering who, who are these people saying no? I'm spending it in my head right <laughs> now.
0: I'm literally spending Bro, it You could go head. on a,
1: a little... Like if you're still... We're still making our <laughs> oh other money God. from our other jobs. The 5k is almost a bonus. Like you could just oh fucking go on vacations whenever the fuck
0: like you could
1: do so much shit.
0: <clears throat> we live in one of the like top five most expensive goddamn cities to live True. in the world. Man. True, maybe. Like, give me that. Give me that fucking three k for crying yeah. out loud. You have seen the
1: price of groceries I didn't even these factor days? Factor that in. Some people might be coming in hot, saying they wouldn't take it from some places that are like way more affordable, but look up toronto real estate just i'm sure if you do a quick google like most expensive real estate top 10 countries like toronto's in there check the price of daycare
0: too while you're at it man like (laughs) let's fucking go here give me that 5k but at the end of the day vans off the wall Nineteen sixty motherfucking six. I ain't mean, about that. Carry you my life. We just built that I know, paper. and it doesn't mean
1: you can't have your Jordans, your Vans, your Cons, whatever, in your closet for chilling. You just gotta fucking get clips in them. Like, jeez. Yeah. And once the contract runs out, you can wear whatever the fuck you want. But I'm saying. The easiest sixty k of all time. But get that paper, Bastion. All right. Next up, we got an email from Frank Vincent. Hi, Bunk guys. I newly discovered your podcast and I listen to three or four episodes a day. I love it. Best skateboarding podcast. Hell yeah, Frank. Respect. My question is, do you play skateboarding Mm -hmm. games like Session, Skater XL, or Skate? If you did, what is the best game and why? Came to the wrong folks for the video game talk. I don't think, well, I don't own a system. I'm pretty sure Donald doesn't have a system either we uh any excess time for tv is going to sports for the most part perhaps the occasional banging series actually it's not occasional for me i'm watching series all day every day but uh no no video games over here tony hawk pro skater 2 demo used to go crazy on that on the school computer just because you could get the demo for free and skate like one level. I I remember that.
0: Absolutely. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1, I played though, and they actually had the most incredible lineup of skaters. Tony Hawk, Bob Burnquist, Remo, Rune Glifberg, Bucky Lastic, Muska, Reynolds, and Rally. Can't go wrong with any one of those. Tony Hawk's, man, brought a lot of money into the skate game, and it was THPS 1 that sparked it all off. That was the only video game I played. Actually, I... We shouldn't lie. There were some pre-drinks where we were playing some EA Skate, you yeah. know. But I probably that was that put someone it in grand house, a someone else's Total of like room.
1: seven minutes on that. My whole life, though, I'd, I never, <clears throat> never found that shit fun. How many minutes yeah. did you yeah. watch well, when you're just pre-drinking, watching the boys? <laughs> but <laughs> I like never, I never had part. a system my whole life, dog. I don't know if you had Tony Hawk Pro Skater at your house, but like I could only play that at sleepovers.
0: I had like PlayStation, and then Xbox 360 was the last one. All right, next up, we've got an email from G-Dub. Looks like his name is Will Olgerman. I work at a Canadian Tire at a mall, and in the mall, they have a restaurant, Manchu Walk, and it always reminds me of Paul Machnow prompting me to watch one of his video parts on my lunch. Honestly, Red Star with Paul Macno Trepp, Grant Patterson, Chad Dixa, Saifa Benson, and Cody Brown, Woo! is one of my favorite teams in skateboarding. Saifa, what was it like being on Red Star? And would either Paul ever come on the podcast? First off, shout out to working at Canadian Tire. Man, that was my first job too. Bang, bang. Gotta start somewhere. Mock now walk, I think uh, is the correct pronunciation of the restaurant you're referring to. And uh, Saifa, man. What was it like being on one of the greatest all-Canadian teams of all time? Bro, (laughs) this is a hilarious email. Thanks for writing in.
1: Honestly, It's funny because we were just talking Karayuma. This was at the time I feel like we would get chirped for going and doing like the West 49 board brand thing. But there's another one of those ones where it was like Grant Patterson literally asked me to come on board. I didn't really know what the details were. But it was just one of those things where I was like, yo, literally worship Trep Grant uh no, like the whole squad growing up is was just like a bunch of people like i was a little younger than all of them right so they were literally just my favorite skaters and just being asked to to ride for that shit and like at the time i think what was i riding for like plan b flow through center distribution like obviously that wasn't going anywhere it was just too too many memories too many potential great memories to pass up and as corny as it kind of was, the actual team, and like the brand, I mean, but the team and everyone involved, like Dan Opec, just a hilarious dude, like our skate dad on those trips. Mac now, just mega, mega legend. Um, being around him made me do some of the hardest tricks I've ever done. Um, Grant, all-time favorite. Chad, one of my best friends. Like Cody grew up skating together. It was just... Insane good memories, and so I just chose to not give a fuck about the corniness of the brand because those are memories I have for the rest of my life. You know, like (laughs) Donald. I don't know. I don't know about you, like, but there was was just I couldn't pass that up, man. Especially I think Grant asked me on like my birthday too, and uh I was wasted and just down as fuck. Those guys came by my birthday that one year. You
0: remember? Honestly, I enjoyed. Red Star while it was going on. I wasn't even on the goddamn team. Hell of a Canadian brand. Obviously wish they did something different with the name and the the art department, but you can't knock the boys. The fact that you were all down to just do something together says uh, more than the brand itself. I think it was more of you know the boys and the camaraderie and everyone being under the same roof was the most important part. For sure. When I think about Red Star now, looking back, it's
1: only the good memories and a lot a lot lot of laughter man like got to go to california with the boys went to detroit which was like the best skate trip of my life in terms of like just getting clips and uh lots of trips to fucking kitchener <laughs> or or oh yeah trips the, the, those were the, those were the worst though because it was like so, like it counted as a trip but it wasn't really for us so we just like drive to kitchener but then the guys from the west coast like Get a nice little trip to Ontario, but yeah, fuck. All in all, amazing memories. Hold on to those forever. And um, like Donald said, I wish the name was different, and we could have just like separated a bit from West Forty Nine because I think uh, it would have had more like about. It would have lasted longer, and just maybe uh been a little more successful had had some longevity but regardless amazing times man red star was uh was awesome
0: next up we've got an email from sam thomas yo what up i'm sure y'all are familiar with shohei otana one of baseball's best right now a true gem He's killing it at the plate and on the mound. So here's the question. Who do you think is the Shohei Otana of skating? I feel like someone like Cardiel or Aisha because they kill it at transition skating and street. Or Yuto. Dude's got a solid vert game also. Let me know what y'all think. Have you ever heard that name before? Of course, man. You think I live under a rock? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <bro. This is laughs> to ask. Him.
1: I mean, I watched first take... Or listen to it podcast for most days. So like, you know, the Jalen, Jalen, and Jacoby. R.I.P. to the the OG favorite pod. But of course, when you listen to the ones that cover all sports, like even a little bit, mm-hmm. his name's gonna come up. Uh, but
0: I I predict that if. His current team, the Los Angeles Angels, who have arguably the two best players in baseball, Shohei Otana and Mike Trout. If they miss the playoffs again, he will leave and go to the New York Yankees and sign the biggest sports contract of all time. Yeah, you can't be wasting that talent, man. That's insane that they missed it last year. But just think about the market, the Japanese market itself, how much money they can create. Oh, my God. That jersey. That jersey. And on the New York Yankees' Ooh. pinstripe. Ooh. My God. Oh, yeah. um, Golly. Yuto's a really good comp. I'll just throw uh, Grant Taylor out there. Hard not to go with Yuto or any of those guys that kind of do both, you know, like the Zion rights of the world. Uh, just someone who is well-versed in everything, but, like, there's no one in the world like Shohei Otani, man, because skating vert and transition and skating street is still more similar than pitching and playing a position player. There's no pitchers in the world that do what he does. None. It's just not, it's not a thing. And to be the best at both? Well, y'all, let's throw Bob
1: Bernquist out there, because let's not forget him nose-grinding big old round rails in minute Maddie.
0: We're talking about being the best true. at both. True, true. <laughs> the best. So, Yuto, I guess, would be the closest comparison, but... There is no comparison in the sports world to Shohei you man. Maybe he'll be a Blue Jay. That'd be crazy. Next up, we got
1: an email from Nick Frank. Yo, buntheads. What are your top three favorite 180 manual variations? Example, I love the fuck out of frontside 180 fakie manuals. And I would even argue that that trick with a kickflip out is the backside nose blunt of manual tricks. <laughs> Thoughts? Bro, are you crazy? What does that even are mean? You nuts? Like... Who the hell is just (laughs) proclaiming some shit like that?
0: (laughs) Nick Frank. um, All right. 180 manuals. There's this like no flip in. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Just like straight 180s into Manny's. Um, Off the top of my head, I'm going to go with back 180, switch Manny. Mm, So hard. I'm going to go with... Yep. Nollie half cab fakie manny. Mm-hmm. And then the last one. Oh, this one's a personal favorite of mine. Switch 180 nose manual. I'll go with that.
1: Clean. Clean. I mean, there's only so many options. This one's not like the best looking, but they're just fun. I, well, I haven't done one in forever, but I'll try one next time I skate. Front side half cab manuals are fun. Sometimes Whoa. you just fling a little 180 out. Saw Sean Malthill do one the other day. Back 180, fakie manny, classic. Switchback 180, nose manny. I can't remember if I've ever done that one, but those always look tight if you do it proper. Um, remember the Jake's? Well, I think I used to do these too. switch Switchback 180 manny, front 180s. Um, fuck, man. That's just making me think I need to skate like a perfect little curb manny because I haven't done any of these in forever. Step my Manny game back up, but dude, front 180, switch nose Manny fakie flip, the back nose blunt of manual tricks. You must be smoking some rock, Nick Frank. It's a great,
0: it's a <laughs> yo, it's a great. <laughs> <laughs> this guy went past the medicinal Ew, to the no, rock. My
1: bad, my bad. Yeah, smoking a little medicinal. Holy! Fuck it's a great, great manual trick, great trick selection, but it's just, you just can't. You can't put it in the same category as back nose blunt like there's there's way too many Manny combos, you know what I mean? Back nose blunt's such a staple trick. It's like saying three flip nose Manny's the back nose blunt of mannies like it's just there's too many mannies to pick from to pr- proclaim that. Whew.
0: Nick Frank, I hope you can uh get the help you need, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the email though. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up the post office for this week. Get your emails and voice notes in to thebuttlive at gmail.com. This is the rundown, the skateboard world source for sports, and the playoffs are at an all-time high right now. Round one is over. Round two is just kicking off in the NBA and the NHL. One game left in the NHL for round one while we're recording this Monday afternoon. The Rangers and Devils still have to go toe-to-toe one more time to see who moves on to round two. How you feel about your predictions? you remember who you chose? I don't remember any except for I picked the Devils. I probably
1: picked the Kings if they're in there, the Vegas Knights if they're in there. And uh, I went against the Leafs just to let you have that glory all to yourself, man.
0: How how am I looking? Hmm. Mm. You want to start in the NHL then? Oh, uh, well, I mean, you already did. What the fuck? Let's get it. Well, I mentioned both, but yeah, we'll start in the NHL. We both picked Boston, so we both came up short. Damn it! But uh, that's something I can celebrate about Boston. Bunch of choke <laughs> artists over there. Oh Couldn't my- get the job done against Florida. How sweet it is, man! You know, Bro, just sitting you- back on a. Sunday evening. Oh my God. with my Maple Leafs in the second round for uh, the first time in 19 plus years watching the Boston fans sweat it out. They had a lead with under a minute left to go in the third period. They coughed it up. And then in OT <laughs> they choked once and for all. Boston getting what they finally deserve a taste of their own goddamn medicine. Bruv, we, you? Uh, no, no. I'd no. say we see you next year, but we probably won't, cause your team's gonna be in cap hell for the next couple of years, and you traded away six draft picks this deadline to go out there and get some of those uh, rental players. So, good luck. Hopefully, never see you again. Bruv, I'm sorry. I don't follow the NHL,
1: but to me, you're clowning yourself right now. I'm sorry, but what we haven't made it to round two since 2004. And now you're dancing on their graves, like, I mean, you can't call another team a choke artist when you're a Leafs fan. I'm sorry, like they just choked. Yeah, but we're the definition so they of choke artists around here. So it just,
0: it just seems no, a a backwards to me. No, it's a new dawn. It's a oh new dawn. It's a new day, man. Bro, what have you done for on. me lately? Is the spo- sports sports world, man? That's all. Th- Honestly, I don't feel bad for Boston and i don't feel In bad for them, of the world it's just it they've just been seems... rubbing it into us for years and years and years i try to have a little bit of glory and here you go playing devil's advocate you you chose the tampa bay lightning Perfect. it just feels hypocritical hearing of course it's hypocritical f- it's uh, the sports world that's how fan. quickly things can change
1: <laughs> i'm sorry you know i don't fuck with boston franchises it's not about them it's just just be a little more humble. We All we did was get to round one or round two. I, for the I'm first not time even talking. This is years. just
0: literally the relationship that the Boston Bruins and the Toronto Maple Leafs have, man. We've waited a long time for the tables to turn, and they finally turned. And you know what? I'm absolutely thrilled about it. Almost as thrilled as I am that we made it to the second round because that's how much I hate the Boston Bruins. And all of them, too. Brad Marchand, <laughs> uh, Charlie McAvoy, they can all go to hell. No, no, no. See, I respect all that. It was just the uh,
1: the, the choke artist thing coming from like the team that's but been for how known beautiful to choke is it that they've labeled years. us that
0: for years? Because we were. I mean, it's just this generation that's choked. Ever since that game, ever since the 3-1 lead, that's when we've that's been. That's what I was going to say. Uh, Didn't they do that to, to us. Choke artist. That's when yes, am the
1: tables. Have turned. That's when Ty this James what, broke a TV when I was in Vancouver.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was devastated. I we were I was already in the second round in my mind. going I was into like into 10 that 10 years period. ago. Yeah, we were <clears throat> gonna play the fucking uh, New York Rangers in the second round. That well, was the Phil Kessel era. My only advice to Leafs fans is
1: just keep it humble. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep it humble. Let's keep winning. Let's keep going.
0: You know, we don't need your advice here in <laughs> Leafs Nation because you're not part of us. So take your advice. And shove it up your ass I am not part what? of it I I ain't part of it You're not part of Leafs I nation I know no. I never said yeah. I would Fuck the Leafs man Actually, Not no. one not single, fuck single the Leafs, part of Leafs nation Let's go Canadians Let's go Devils Let's go oh, Kings God. Let's go Vegas Golden Knights When do the Montreal Canadiens play next? In October So who gives a fuck man? Anyways We both were wrong about Boston As much as I hate them, I still picked them to to beat the Florida Panthers. They did not, so we're both 0 for 1. Moving right along, I chose the Toronto Maple Leafs, you know, because I actually care for my home city. You, on the other hand, chose the Tampa Bay Lightning. Montreal, stand up. That's one score for me, zero for you. Not surprised there. The Toronto Maple Leafs get the job done. Would have liked to do it at home in five but getting it done on the road in six, you know, take a little pressure off the boys. Didn't have to do it in front of the home crowd. John Tavares coming through. <sighs> Put his statue up out front of Scotiabank, man, because John Tavares did something we haven't done in a long time. And what, what a beautiful day. Here we are. Monday afternoon. Round two starts tomorrow. Who the, the sky's the limit now, you know? Who knows? Who knows where we could end up with this playoff run here in Toronto? <laughs> Next up was Las Vegas versus the Winnipeg Jets. You took me down, man. You took down the Winnipeg Jets with your Las Vegas... What do you call them? Dark Knights. Let's go. Yeah. Alright. We're at 1-1. Next up, Oilers and Kings. Unfortunately, Kings. the Kings could not get the job Damn done. It. The Oilers <laughs> took them down. Um, next up... We are, I skipped this one The New York Islanders Versus the Carolina Hurricanes You went with the Islanders And you were wrong there as well God damn it That's 3-1 for me And then we both missed on the last one We both picked Colorado To take down the brand new Seattle Kraken And Minnesota Davis's team To take down Dallas And we were both wrong They both lost Nikolai Hobby bowling. Yeah, Shout out Minnesota man Brighter days to come over there Uh, Nice young core players But tonight like I said The Rangers and the Devils Going toe to toe Who knows what will happen But I'll be cheering on the Rangers And you got the Devils Good luck to you But it ain't gonna matter Devils are gonna be up
1: 3-2 With 10 seconds to go Martin Brodeur is gonna come out With the biggest robbery
0: in NHL history The lights are going to go black and he's going to appear in the rafters with Sakura like Sting from the WWF. That's that's what I'm talking about, baby. Moving quickly over to the NBA. We both picked the 76ers and the Celtics. So we're both up to a piece right there. Next series, Cavs and Knicks. You had absolutely zero faith in my boy jalen brunson and what did he do (sighs) like i told you man he wasn't the superstar that they wanted but he was the superstar that they needed bro that series was a huge letdown
1: i thought that was going to be one of the more fun series of round one the Cavs just wasn't ready and the most disgraceful thing i mean other than like the play and donovan mitchell getting fucking dusted what do you have 11 points in one of those games but uh fucking jared allen after the series ends, saying that the lights were too bright what kind of fucking shit is that man shut Not your good. damn mouth uh like i've been saying for months now they need some fucking shooting they need a sniper they need that three and d fucking sniper figure it out this offseason man because the future should be bright but they got a couple like key key changes to make there more bench depth and some more fucking shooting
0: dude who would have thought this they needed some
1: goddamn rebounding well yeah that too how the fuck are you gonna let mitchell robinson abuse your twin towers <laughs> i
0: saw him get uh referred to as the greatest offensive rebounder in the nba today and what uh, what a title for mitchell robinson to come out of that series. whoever said that have you heard of kavon looney for fuck's sakes uh, we know that now after what we've seen. But and, you know, last year Mitch too Rob- against Dallas, Kavon Looney yeah, fucking uh, shit on their brain, yo. Mitch Rob was nonstop out there, man. He was he was cooking, and New York basketball is back. The Timberwolves are out. The Knicks jerseys are out, and people are balling in the streets in Manhattan, man. And it's a beautiful sight for the NBA. It, that was yo.
1: That was a uh, very uh, Maple Leafs esque. The drought wasn't as long, but I don't think they've made it to the second round since Melo and Jay Kidd. And Jr. and them boys back. Uh, I can't remember who they beat in the first round, but that's a good
0: decade plus as well. Jeez. Some cities just deserve it and just care about it more than others, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> For all the Knicks they and beats are hilarious. Two franchises. And the, don't that forget, like, yo, don't forget the, the Cowboys markets, are in there too. Two of the biggest markets in their respective sports, and I don't think either have won since the '60s or some shit. That's insane, man. <laughs>
0: Yeah, That's the a big of three of franchises What Knicks, was the other one? Do you say Cowboys? Cowboys oh, and my, Leafs yeah. Three Bro. peas in a pod oh. Of absolutely delusional fan bases Yeah, And I'm just so happy to be a part of one of them <laughs> <laughs> And then we were both dead wrong on this one I mean Game one had a lot to play in it But the Miami Heat Who I didn't speak too uh, highly of last episode did the impossible and took down the Milwaukee Bucks. You want to just give us a little piece on the greatness that is Jimmy Butler?
1: bro? I've had a, a love-hate, but mostly love relationship with Jimmy Butler ever since D-Rose went down. He started to become that dude. Uh, I just love his game. I mean, I shoot more threes nowadays when I play, but like growing up, similar game. All mid-range, all drives to the basket free throw line loved his game since uh, the early days but then he would just piss me off in fantasy right so that's not like real fanness, but his fantasy game is just very frustrating because he doesn't take threes and then sometimes as we all know he's not as aggressive in the regular season he'll just have a random like 11 point game and you're just like what the f- i drafted you with my first pick but fantasy aside yeah. jimmy butler is such a fucking stud man I love how he just keeps reminding people year after year. Now, this last four years of playoff runs, I think, except for maybe the no, the bubble, he went nuclear, but I think they got mm. destroyed by the Bucks maybe in 21 or, yeah. Anyways, he's just, he's built different, man. I, I swear he was homeless at some point. I just heard that he, like, submitted his uh, application to Marquette College from a fucking fax machine at a McDonald's.
0: Like he and he went to from, junior college He started yeah, in junior yeah, college yeah, yeah.
1: He came from nothing And he's turned himself into something Put the team on his back, no Tyler Hero um, Victor Oladipo Very sad, his career might be over Like he was already struggling off the one Patellar tendon Tear and now I don't know if it was the same leg again or the other But anyways, Jimmy Butler Can't say enough good things about him love how he turned super saiyan in the playoffs and uh super bummed to see him roll his ankle but i remember in 2020 he rolled his ankle real bad in the finals and he might have missed a game i can't remember but he came back sucked it up and still went absolutely bonkers in that game five where he dropped a 46 piece i believe so expecting more greatness from jimmy and uh loving what i'm seeing from the
0: heat absolutely is there any superstar in the nba and i'm talking uh top tier mvp quality that looks so one-dimensional when they're losing like Giannis does sometimes yeah
1: that's a tough one just because we don't know how much the back affected him but then it's like oh he had 38 and 20 so he's clearly you know those are Giannis mm-hmm. numbers but he looked to regress back on the free throw stuff like we all thought maybe he got past that in the finals when he had that insane free throw game i can't remember the the final like 17 of 19 or something along those lines so that was uh unfortunate for bucks fans to see 10 for 23 it's a disgrace um throwing the ball away after that jump ball and almost throwing it out of bounds. Luckily, Middleton saved it, but they still lost. That was a comedy of errors down the stretch. And yeah, to your point, Giannis just did not look like he wanted it. It was looking like a little hot potato out there. Drew Holiday hit that one big three where you're like, all right, they're, they got this. Like, it just, I don't know about you, but I feel like everyone watching that game was just glued to the screen. It was like, are we actually about to witness this? Because they were up double digits again in the third. I mean, in the fourth. And you're like jimmy just start to have that swag and he's yelling at drew holiday and shit like that was that was like a movie
0: i own you (laughs) what do you say to someone like that
1: that was like a hollywood script man the the one versus eight david versus goliath you know arguably the best player of the last five years or so um and then mr jimmy who just comes in so unsuspecting that's what i love about it it's like Giannis is the dude everyone us included obviously expecting this to be an easy you know four or five game series Even when they were down 3-1 like I still felt like oh they're gonna win at home Then game six Giannis will be healthier. I'll take care of that Maybe like that was I thought miami's only chance was gonna be game six but man hats off to the heat and uh Mm -hmm. not calling that timeout. there's just so many fucked up things down the stretch you know grayson allen who already has haters because he's a duke uh a white another white player from duke who (laughs) those guys tend to get a lot of hate but uh dribbling out of bounds or no he threw up the shot late that was just an embarrassment uh epic series though man sorry to the bucks fans
0: but heat nation let's go oh my god can't get better than that and now the heat versus the Knicks in round two Woo! that's pure money right there but moving along the one we both knew was going to be the greatest series of round one g-state and the sacramento kings light the beam baby did not disappoint bro i listened
1: to draymond's pod this morning game seven recap and it was hilarious uh he, he goes on to break down the game, break down the other series and shit, a little series preview with the Lakers. And then at the end, he's like, all right, that's a wrap. And he's like, oh, wait, light the beam. Light it. And, like he almost <laughs> forgot his big chirp. That, and then he just remembered at the last second. That was gold. He said he lost some respect for Sabonis, who didn't shake hands after. What do you think about that? No,
0: well,
1: We lost Sabonis. Hands. I know me and you got... Like, we're fans That's of Sabonis. Stupid, I was bummed That's to hear stupid, that. stupid, man. I didn't notice that. Yeah, Draymond even said that in 2016, he walked off without shaking hands, got to the locker room, like, first, sat there, and he was like, nah, this don't feel right, and he went back out and shook everyone's hands. Like, you just – you got to do it, man. You got to do it.
0: Dude, you got to be able to lose. If you can't lose, you're just – the worst type of uh competitor there is man bro if you can't win lose back to to chris paul fuck chris paul but yeah yeah but the losing makes you better like you're good. you have a good young team you're gonna be back you ran into the golden state warriors like the greatest team of this generation like my god heaven forbid you lost a steph who dropped 50 on you in game seven like how do you like what were you gonna do in that scenario you know Bro,
1: I mean, I'm not excusing Sabonis, but he did get a black eye. Uh did so he get what? Did he get kicked in the balls at one point? Like there was a, or he got stomped on his chest. I think he I think he's just No, that have was some, his he, own fault. I know, I know. No, for I don't sure. think we he's got a, to talk
0: about that. Bro, that was a little all dirtier. his own He's a little fault.
1: dirtier than I than I, I know, realized. Yeah. And he was actually annoying the shit that ball. But he was like an irritant and then Draymond's also the same, but worse. So he he got a, a taste of his own medicine. They lost. I mean, if I'm a Kings fan, I'm obviously disappointed, but I'm very proud of my team, and uh, the future is bright. So uh, I loved watching them all season. That was a great battle. And what can you say, man? Steph is just that dude. Klay Thompson was throwing up bricks all night. Yo, oh. Jordan Pool, man. I want. I was like feeling more. He'll come.
0: I feel like he'll come around. He's gonna he come better, around. dude he was so fucking
1: trash it was insane like game one i think he had 17 points and then but he didn't even play well it was like a greasy 17 and he just was pure dog shit the rest of the series maybe next series he he figures it out but i'm almost to the point where like yo throw kaminga out there you could throw him on lebron defensively for probably short stints like i'm i'm i can't handle pool i literally felt my hair's turning gray watching that fool force drives to the basket, put up bricks, and just be
0: pure shit getting lost on yeah, it defense. it was ugly. It was ugly. Uh, Moving along, the Lakers and the Grizzlies. I'm just going to have to go and say that your take on Dylan Brooks last week was the coldest take you've ever dropped on this show, man. <laughs> Six years in the making. Coldest take I've ever heard. What? What about, about his... Antics, not meaning anything. About how that wouldn't affect a team or a competitor, just to like put something into perspective. Four years ago, a guy scored a game winner on my men's league team in overtime, and I'll literally never forget that for the rest of my life. He skated by the bench and waved at all of us, and I think like that face and that wave is something I'll literally every time we play him, it's on top of everybody's mind. Man, Mm -hmm. there's just you know some things that push players. To, to play better and clearly it was a bad idea from Brooks who after that immediately stopped talking to the to the media running and hiding and then leaves after game six or whatever without even taking a shower man like the, the, Memphis couldn't no, get listen, him out of town listen, fast
1: enough let me let me uh let me run it back real quick so this is what happened what I was trying to get you across- heard
0: Steve Van gundy say that and you're like that's, that's a good take that's not a person I believe that to be true. And then, you know, (laughs) that Mexican sun down there clouded your brain with your coronas. I even had Mason texting me about how cold that take was, man. Steve Van Gundy is not a person. There's Stan
1: Van Gundy, who was the one that said it. And there's Jeff Van Gundy, a couple of legends. Steve, bro. (laughs) So, yeah, I, I can't remember. I must have been in Mexico drunk listening to a pod in the morning or something. But I understood... What he meant, but I think I've reflected on it since. Uh, that can keep you fueled for a whole game or whatever. But let me just ask <laughs> okay. you this Have you lost? There we go. Have you lost to that guy again since?
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. We've, I mean, we play them multiple times a year. I'm sure we've lost and beaten them.
1: Exactly. So to that point, I'm just saying, like, it can definitely fuel you, but my point was just that, like, the better team's usually gonna win, regardless. Once once the puck is dropped or the ball is up in the air, that was the only point that I was trying to make. Because let's say uh, a shit team gets disrespected, they're not just gonna be able to to beat the better team because they got disrespected. But they'll play harder for the first five minutes. That was Stan Van Gundy's point. But that, at the end of the day, the better team is going to win regardless of shit talk for the most part. But anyways, I, Dylan Brooks, the the point I want to stick with, not the other one, is just that he just made it more entertaining. And you love to see a downfall of a clown like that, right? That, mm-hmm. that was my main point that I would stick to now. Like, even though I hate the Lakers, I would have loved to see the Lakers lose because I just don't like the stress of rooting against LeBron. I'm also so happy that the the fucking grizzlies got embarrassed because they're dude they're a fucking disgrace right now laughing stock of the nba and i love it like get humbled you fucking clowns
0: we got a lot to get through because we still have to make our round two predictions but just quickly the nuggets obviously they get the job done and the phoenix suns they get your job done as well which um we were hoping would be one of the greatest series of all time pg and Kawhi going toe-to-toe with CP3 Booker and KD, but we all know how that went. Um, Kawhi, just so unfortunate couldn't even finish the series because it looked like him and Russell Westbrook could uh, really put up a fight, just the two of them. And how about the resurgence of Russell Westbrook? Very impressive. Happy for Russ.
1: Um, Never made sense on the Lakers, but it was fun to watch the Lakers suck for those... (laughs) for that stint over there but uh yeah very unfortunate paul george get well soon Kawhi torn meniscus like i'm already bummed just picturing we know how Kawhi be like if he can if they can be healthy for next playoffs that's probably their last shot it might already be done Kawhi at this point man just breaking down it's very sad one of the best to ever do it and it just sucks to see a career like that get riddled by injuries but uh yeah better luck next season um t wolves never stood a chance glad they won one and put the team on his back for that one game even though they almost lost it a big fucking young team dumb team i feel like they need to make some big changes there the rudy cat thing was clearly a disaster we just want to see anthony edwards surrounded by by talent man
0: yeah so let's move right along. We'll stay in the NBA, and then we'll finish in the NHL. NBA, round two, first series. Looks like Joel Embiid is going to be out for at least the first two games. From what I'm hearing, this is potentially a four- to six-week injury. So if he comes back, probably going to be hobbled, probably going to be in a brace. For that reason alone, I'm going with the Boston Celtics. <laughs> yeah, uh, shocker. Yeah, Celtics.
1: Yeah. Um Fuck. I don't want to say sweep, but it literally could be, man. But I'll, I'll give them one game at home.
0: Celtics in five. Okay. Next up, Knicks and Heat. Currently the Heat have a one-game lead. Where are you going?
1: It's a tough one. We don't know about Jimmy's ankle yet. Game two availability, but they already stole home court. Let's go fucking heat in six. Let's go with heat.
0: You know what's good? I'm sticking with the Knicks uh, and the trio of delusion. Knicks, Cowboys, and Leafs. I got to rep it. Hell yeah. Moving along, we have G-State versus the Lakers. We have LeBron and Steph going at it again. We are not worthy of these types of storylines, man It's literally Good and evil Who are you going to choose?
1: <laughs> Bro, it sucks when you can't pick With your head You got to pick with your heart But uh, I feel like on this one My head and heart are aligned
0: Warriors and seven I'm going to have to go with the Lakers on this one, man you know, It's a deep team a lot of big bodies uh and i just want to go against you on at least uh one in the west and last up sons and nuggets this is a tough one man the nuggets came out and did the dirty work got the job done in game one what do you think happens here
1: i mean i don't want to overreact to one game but i'm overreacting to one game uh the sun's lack of depth was just glaring those guys are gonna have to play insane minutes uh the starters and like deandre ayton playing like a fucking what was he doing playing like a fucking five million dollar player not a 30 million dollar player like that's a huge issue i fool sometimes it just seems like he doesn't play with pride man and like i get it you got those killers so you gotta survive on scraps but i don't see him as a scrappy guy i see him as a guy who avoids contact like he's always fucking settling for jumpers it kind of drives me crazy because i've just drafted him in fantasy i'm never drafting him again but i usually have him on at least one team since he's been in the league and i'm so sick of watching him (laughs) like he's so strong and quick But he never punishes anyone like in the post, like very rarely. Like that fool was trying to take threes earlier this year, or was it last year? It's like, dog, get your ass in the paint. Like more lobs, more fucking little short jump hooks, and less of these like 18 foot jumpers and fadeaways and shit. And like, look at, look at man's like Looney. That's, that's what they need is someone like a Mitchell Robinson or a Looney not like some finesse wannabe center right now anyways uh denver looked incredible in game one when when aaron gordon's putting up 20 points jamal murray's looking like a fucking mega star and Jokic is Jokic. porter had like nine points i think and they cruised so you know that we're gonna get at least one or two porter explosions throughout the series uh i don't want to overreact so i'm not gonna say Nuggets in five, but Nuggets in six.
0: DeAndre Ayton looks like somebody who takes um, constant reassuring and constant, you know, you're just going to have to help him along with every single thing. The Mm -hmm. Phoenix Suns are literally going to have to hire a coach to push DeAndre Ayton, and that be his sole job. Like, There's literally, he's showing no fight in him. I don't know. We never know what's going on. In the, in the dressing room, you know, whether there's some division between some guys and that can obviously lead to it. But it just looks sad. Like, the effort he's putting out looks sad. That being said, I'm sticking with the Suns. When you got the trio of CP3, D-Book, and KD, if they got to stay on the floor for 46 minutes a night, then so be it, man. But uh, let's ride the superstars. I think they're just going to run out
1: of gas, man, because the
0: Denver's got Yeah, but it's only the second depth. round, like like it's only they should have the gas
1: no no i i know i know but game to game like when you got Jokic and murray and porter like and gordon getting rest and like the backups being able to keep leads or just like not lose the game too bad in those moments by the fourth quarter they're they're coming in fresh and then it just i mean usually you see that more in the conference finals and finals where it's really starting to like uh, get the guys but I just think a fresher Denver team throughout a game, eventually in the series, it's just going to be too much. Mm-hmm. But last thing on Ayton, bro, when they went to the finals, like I remember, Bill Simmons was talking about him like a like he was a top twenty player in the league, or I can't remember. He, he said something maybe it was higher than top twenty, but how how the mighty have fallen since that run, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: Even, like, I'd take a fucking Nick Claxton over him fucking right He's very now. lucky like,
0: to get that contract. Seriously. Seriously. Okay, moving over to the NHL. Round two. We're starting in the West this time. The Oilers versus the Golden Knights. Where are you going with this one? I think I know, but I got to ask.
1: Wait, Golden Knights against Oilers?
0: Yeah. But, yo, the Oilers got
1: the best player of all time. Maybe the best, too. I, I'm
0: hearing. No, just currently in the league. Connor McDavid? Connor McDavid. Well, wow. you got some dogs too. You got eiko you got Stone, Petrangelo. Yeah, yeah. What was the
1: Oilers first round series? How many games did that go?
0: That went uh six against your Kings.
1: Oh, they took out my Kings? <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: They just ain't taking barely. out two of my teams back to back. Yo, let's fucking go, Vegas. LV it is Next up the Seattle Kraken Who took down the defending Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche Versus the Dallas Stars Seattle versus Dallas Who you like You know what
1: I'm gonna ride with Kraken on this one Crypto exchange Let's
0: go That's wicked And then We're gonna have to hold off I'll get your prediction on the next one A little later on, once we get to the final of the Rangers-Devils game tonight, we'll choose between the winner of the Rangers-Devils and the Carolina Hurricanes, but the peace, the resistance, the Maple Leafs, and the Florida Panthers, here you are at a fork in the road yet again. This ain't no What's fork be? in the road Man, fuck the Florida Panthers Leafs
1: all day Now that they got the monkey off their back It's smooth sailing Austin,
0: Tavares Let's fucking go boys It's that time Conference finals It's that time is right We are headed straight to the third round We will beat the Florida Panthers And rightfully own the state of Florida Tampa, Florida In the wise words of Jimmy Butler I own you
1: actually yo I don't want to go against mega greatness let me take the Oilers man
0: oh a last minute switch you're out on your Golden Knights
1: actually no no fuck I forgot they're
0: playing the Golden Knights I'm sticking with my Knights but I hate to (laughs) go
1: against uh, possibly the greatest (laughs) since Gretzky
0: alright y'all that's going to wrap up this episode of the Bunt the rundown is just getting more extended and extended extended with our excitement over the playoffs. We hope everybody's tuning in and enjoying the sports at an all-time high like we are right now. Hell
1: yeah. Last thing, let me give you some true Nostradamus things. I'm predicting the Devils win tonight and then they whoop. Who, who'd they play? Carolina. And then they whoop
0: Carolina in the next
1: round. You get me. All
0: right. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. And we'll catch you all next week. Thanks again for listening. Peace.